This is Teacher Answers, a podcast that takes high school students' questions and answers them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 27-year veteran teacher and examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and explore why high school students do what they do. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 60 of the Teacher Answers podcast. This is a big one of those milestone episodes, episode 60. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're listening. I hope you like this episode and this podcast. And if you do, if you could find a way to share it with a friend, that is all I need, right? This podcast remains free, ad free. It's just me and a cup of coffee and occasionally an interview. Um, we're getting close to Christmas and with episode 60, um, I'm going to do one more podcast after this one. Episode 61 um, will be, I, I, I hope, one of the best interviews that I've had to date. It's going to be about dealing with loss. A lot of, a lot of times, remember this, you know, this podcast focuses on students writing questions and a lot of, a lot of times, and they're anonymous, so a lot of the questions that I read uh, deal with how do I deal with loss, you know? And so I have a, uh, a person I'm going to interview that I think is perfect for this and she agreed to do it. So that'll be something to look forward to in episode 61. Well, today we're going to talk about, oh, and one other thing I want to talk about um, is Santa Claus is coming, right? And I'm hoping to get a piece of technology to help me with this podcast. I think it'll open a lot of doors for me. Um, I mean, right now my microphone and mixing console and all this junk is just on a desk, you know? And so if I'm going to do an interview, um, they're either coming to my house or to my classroom where I can do this. this. This piece of technology is going to allow me to go portable. So if I wanted to take my crap and go interview someone in Columbus, I could do that. And I'm super excited about it. Or I can do phone interviews from people all over the world. So I, ho- I hope this goes next level. I'm very excited about the new year. Um, according to Spotify, this podcast is now in 16 countries. Um, it has been downloaded multiple thousands of times. And it's all because of you sharing it with other people. And the traction you know uh, that it's getting which is it's just starting right <laughs> like the the wheels you know when you do something like this the wheels just spin right and it goes nowhere you throw your best work out there and five people listen to it right um well you know things come slow so it's traction and so i'm, I'm curious to see where this goes uh this time next year so i'm super excited about it i like doing it and i hope you enjoy listening to me talk about just stuff that high school students are interested in now today we are going to on episode 60 talk about a uh it's one of those touchy type questions right that i'm gonna have to you know and i'm I'm not gonna dodge it i'm not gonna dodge it i'm going to go into how i how i feel about it and the the question was okay hold on to something may want to sit down wilma put the vacuum cleaner down does everything happen for a reason? That was the question on this paper. 
Does everything happen for a reason? Now, if you're sitting around the campfire with a bunch of dudes and, or, or anybody, doesn't have to be dudes, right? But if you're sitting around the campfire and you're talking about stuff, inevitably, as the night goes on, you start talking about the big questions, right? The, are we alone? You know, does everything happen for a reason? This kind of thing. And, you know, I was, I was talking to my, um, physics classes over the years. If you teach that subject, there's no way you can continue with that subject without talking about space, right? I mean, cause we are hurling through the universe on a planet. There's no doubt about it. That's a fact, you know? Um, so does everything happen for a reason? Uh, so what I'm going to do is answer this question the best I can with two examples of my life where I believe, I believe that, uh, things do kind of work out to happen for a reason. Okay. So again, this is, I think one of the, <laughs> there was a question in the pile that's, it was, what's the meaning of life? Okay. <sighs> really? Uh, that's, that's a big one, right? But I think, I think the meaning of life is to try to find your own answer to this in the best way you can you know nobody knows the answer what we do is we examine what happens to us and then go from there um i'm convinced that when people say everything happens for a reason it's to no doubt comfort themselves you know um i had a now, I don't even want to talk about it, but if you had someone say pass away, okay, uh, I don't want to get emotional, but if you had someone pass away like that and, and you, you say, well, everything happens for a reason. I mean, that's just a way to comfort yourself. And guess what? That's okay. All right. There's no right or wrong here with this answer. I mean, some would look at the title of this podcast and say, Sam, what are you even talking? Why are you talking about that? Well, this is a question from a high school kid, right? Does everything happen for a reason? It's. It's a metaphysical question, for sure. But it's something we all think about, and I'm going to give you my take on it. I, I think things do happen for a reason. I'm not sure everything happens for a reason, right? Like, I would love to know. Email me, teachyouranswers at gmail.com. I would love to know where you're at with it. Is everything predetermined to happen? There was a movie that was like that. Ah, I can't remember the name of it. I think it was called Destination or something like that. It was a like a non-religious type movie. It was like a sci-fi thriller thing. But it was basically like everything happened and everything was predetermined and there was no way out of it. Like the timeline would just wind up the same way. Some people, I think, believe that. And some people are more like... Well, the other end of the spectrum is everything's completely random, right? And I think most people, myself included, are somewhere in the middle of that. So, but I do think it's okay to comfort yourself, you know? It obviously is by saying everything happens for a reason. But you also, I don't think, want to limit yourself, you know? You can't sit on the couch and say, well, something, something's bound to happen. Good. Something good's going to happen. I, I 
my needle swings more on the, hey, you need to get off the couch and go make it happen. Right? I, I truly think that's why we're put here, is to just accomplish as much as possible. Right? And it's just to help people. You can't wait and say, well, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen and there's nothing going to do about it. So I'll just sit in a lazy boy and watch TV for the rest of my life and then complain about it. You can't do that. Right? So it's, it's, a, it's some kind of balance that we have. So let me tell you. I'm going to tell you two stories that, and I'll make it quick, that are unexplainable events to me. And and I've reflected about these for a long time. The first one, okay, was when I was working at the college many years ago, and I had a car. It was a 1998 Dodge Intrepid ES. It was, it was burgundy red. It was the coolest car I've ever owned. Love that car. It was shiny and fast. And I got out of class at night. It's probably 8.30 at night, teaching college math after high school. Super tired, right? When you teach math, it's exhausting. It's just nonstop exhausting. All, all teachers know exactly what I'm talking about. It wears you out physically by doing that. So anyway, I poured myself back in the car after that night class. I think it was like a Thursday night. I was teaching twice a week, like Tuesday, Thursday. And I got in my car and I was going home on the interstate. I had about a 15 to 20 minute drive to get back home, right? So I usually got back home close to nine at night. And so I'm, this is where it gets weird. All right, permission to get weird. Okay, granted. Here we go. So I'm, I'm driving in my car and I'm not making this stuff up. I'm not adding to this story. I want you to know that. Like I'm telling you the honest truth. I can't explain it, but this is what unfolded. I'm driving home and I'm about seven minutes into this 20 minute drive. I'm on the interstate. I'm going about 73 miles an hour in a 70. I think that's okay. Right? So I'm going a little over the speed limit. My car is just cruising. I've never had a bit of problem with this car. It had, you know, it it just, it was like a glider going down the interstate. I love this car. And, you know, you're kind of just zoning out, listening to the radio and stuff, and you're just on your way home. You know how you do that when you drive. And I looked at, I, I looked in the mirror and I could see, you know, you know how you can see your eyes in the mirror if you kind of move your head over a little bit. I looked. I looked over and my eyes, I was tired, but my eyes were like wide open. I was in like fight or flight mode. My eyes were like wide open. And then, and again, I'm not making this up. I looked at my hands on the steering wheel and my hands were at the three and the um, nine o'clock position, right? Like right across from each other, three and nine. I never drive like that. Never, never, ever, ever do I drive like that. And I also noticed, I'm like, I looked back in the mirror, I'm looking at my hands and I'm like, what is going on here? And my hands are gripping the steering wheel. Now there's nothing going on, but I have a grip on the steering wheel. And I'm like, I just felt for probably over the course of five seconds, was that happen? I mean, to put a time on it, 
gripping the wheel. I'm looking. My eyes are wide open. Like, my adrenaline's pumping for no reason. And then all of a sudden, my dash lights up like a Christmas tree. Every single light on my dash lit up. Everything went wrong with this engine at the same time. Okay? And it made this horrific, grinding, horrible engine falling out of the car noise. Right? My steering wheel locked up. My brakes, my brakes didn't work right. Okay, so I pressed on the brakes and I had maybe 10% brakes. There was a little bit there. But the steering wheel wouldn't move. And I'm on the interstate going 73 miles an hour and I'm in the right lane. Okay, my car eased off the road and basically parked itself safely off the road on the side of, you know, of the road there and stopped. Now, I was able to stop it with the brake, but it, it basically came to a stop politely and parked itself, okay? Like, I, I wasn't steering this thing. It, it like, is just the angle, the trajectory of, of where I was, and it just wound up in a perfect flat position to where I called, you know, my wife, and then uh, I would say within five minutes, a police cruiser came up and, and asked if I was okay, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, I can't explain that. I'm just saying that it could have gone really wrong right there. So, what happened for a reason? Did that happen for a reason? Well, my car basically became worthless. Like, what happened was the timing belt in... I, I believe that car had a, like a rubber timing belt or something. I don't... I, I'm not super knowledgeable with cars, but the guy explained it to me. Um, my mechanic basically took that engine apart and said, yeah, man, I can't fix this. This thing is just completely destroyed. And it was just out of nowhere. But I think back on, you know, what if I jerked that wheel or I wasn't paying attention, but I had the, like the death grip on this wheel for, for no apparent reason that that was an unexplained moment in my life right there that I, I felt like. I was being helped, okay, for a reason, you know, so I, I don't want to get into religion and this kind of thing, but, you know, it's, <clears throat> that was a, a strange moment. Now, I got another one, and this, this one's more scary, but uh, maybe a little bit less dramatic, so I was digging uh, when I bought my new house, right, it was a long time ago, and I was digging uh, post holes for a fence, and I was out there with the post hole digger, and I, it was in the middle of the afternoon, and I had like a three o'clock class, and this was in the middle of the summer, because I taught summer school at, at the college, same college I was driving home from in that other story, and this was a long time ago, this was, I don't know, early, early 2000s, my kids were really little. But they were in the house and I was outside digging post holes with a post hole digger and I was building a fence and you know you just it takes a while when you're doing that stuff so I'm just out there and I'm like well I can go dig about 10 more holes before I gotta go take a shower and get ready to leave and so <clears throat> I called um, it's called oops right in Ohio it's it's the people I don't even know what it stands for sorry it's the people you call that come out and spray with the spray paint where your power lines are and the, um, 
you know, the gas lines and stuff like that. Well, I didn't even think about it. And I'm out there digging with a post hole digger. And there was a big tree, a big cherry tree out there around where I was digging this fence. And there were roots, right? So my dad let me borrow a, uh, a spud bar. If you know what a, if you don't know what a spud bar is, imagine like a solid piece of metal that probably weighs about 20 pounds or so. And on the end of it, so it's just like a pipe. It's like a solid pipe. And it's on one end, it's got a blade. Okay. Like a big blade about the size of your cell phone, I would say. And super sharp. And what you do is you just, and it's probably about seven, six or seven feet long. So you can really just hammer some roots out with this thing. It's like an ax that you dig in holes with to chop up roots. And I was digging three foot holes and I, I'm, I'm hitting this, these roots with a spud bar down in this hole. And I was like, uh, I need to go take a shower. And I'm just like, man, I would like to get this hole, but there's something in there. And I'm just hammering away with the spud bar on this hole. I think you know where I'm going with this, right? And I looked at my watch and I, it was like, I had maybe 45 minutes before I had to be in, in class. So, uh, or maybe an hour, whatever. But I went in took a quick shower and went to school. And when I came back, the oops people had marked my property. Well, going through the hole that I was hammering with a spud bar. Now, you can cut anything in half with a spud bar. You could destroy anything. Okay. Going through the hole that I was hitting these roots or whatever with. with well, I, I believe there were roots. But I was pretty deep, about three feet down. Um, the spray paint went along my yard and into, I kid you not, down into the hole where I was digging. And it was a high voltage power line. So I'm like, oh, when I got back from class several hours later, I went out and looked because, you know, there was mysterious spray paint and little flags and whatnot in the yard. So I, I go out there and I look at this hole and I'm like, uh... What does this purple line mean or whatever the color it was? And it was, you know, a power line. And where I live, we have underground power lines. And so I called them and I'm like, hey, this purple line or whatever, pink or whatever color it was, um, is running through this hole. It's like, what, what is that? You know, and he's like, well, that's, I believe it's 7,200 volt power line. And I said, well, I was... I was in that with a, uh, a spud bar and he goes, well, you, you don't do that. And I said, what would happen? You know, what would have happened if I would have hit that with a, that line, that power line with a spud bar? And he goes, well, you would have burst into flames and died instantly, like in a horrific way. Um, so because I had to go to school, okay. I stopped. Now, I'm not saying college saved my life, but what I'm saying is that could have happened for a reason. Like I'm open enough to open-minded enough to say, well, that kind of worked out, didn't it? So those are my two examples and you think about it, like we have no idea if you really sit in a quiet spot and you think every time you get in your car and you drive. And if you think about this too far, you would never drive your car. 
right? Because we just kind of put our faith in other people that they're going to be looking out too, you know. Um, but, you know, it's so dangerous. And there could be any given moment we're avoiding a catastrophe or a wreck or an accident or worse. So, you know, what? where, where am I at with this? Does everything happen for a reason? I, I think things do happen for a reason, right? I think there is also an element of just pure randomness to things. I think that's, there's evidence there for that. I think, I think there's things going on that our little human brains cannot begin to understand, right? I don't want to get too far into that, but we, you know, like I said, we are on a planet hurling through space, spinning a thousand plus miles an hour, orbiting a giant nuclear inferno for a sun searching for answers right that's weird isn't it that's weird i didn't make it something something created it it's it's been created so i i believe we you know exist in a world uh bound in by our brains but i also believe that it's possible that there's stuff going on that we just can't understand yet or maybe never will right i i, I do believe that's possible um so yeah i'm kind of like in the middle with that everything happens for a reason so i'm not going to sit here and go no it's everything's completely random you know i i, I think it's okay to comfort yourself in times of you know loss and tragedy with with thinking, well, what, you know, this, this may have happened for a reason. It may be really unfortunate, but then maybe you can uh, find some peace and get some answers from, from tragic loss and things like that. So, all right. So episode 60 is, I'm about to hit the stop button on this again. If you could share this or tell someone about it, that would be fantastic. Um, as always, continue to kick butt in life. Now, I know that you're going to, you know, I'm, I may make an episode 62. This is 60. 61 is going to be an interview. 62 may be one called Why Your New Year's Resolution Sucks. <laughs> that I may I may do uh, in that last week. Or maybe how to set goals. That I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the wonderful thing about this is you know it's mine i have the total freedom i'm not charging any money for it you can stop listening or start listening whenever the heck you want to i just hope you enjoy it so that's gonna be it um but yeah super excited about the new year i have i have a list of questions and topics 10 miles long um there's no end in sight it really isn't there's no end so I'm going to keep doing it until I start to hate it. That really is my goal. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it 100% until I start to hate it. And then I'm going to stop. So um, that's it. Episode 60. Thanks for listening. Kick butt in life. Have a fantastic day. I'll talk to you soon. You have been listening to Teacher Answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacheranswers at gmail.com 
Or you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor podcast site, anchor.fm slash teacher answers. <laughs>